0: Oh. Uh-huh. day off. I love days off and guess what I do on my days off? I'm I'm cooking because that's what I like doing. So today I thought that I would make some homemade vanilla ice cream. It's really simple. I love ice cream especially now that I'm pregnant. It seems like I crave it every single day so I'm running low and I thought today would be the perfect excuse basically to make a little bit more. So we're gonna make a homemade ice cream, a vanilla ice cream, with uh, some macerated strawberries and a nice balsamic reduction, so it's sweet and it's tangy and it's cold and it's hot and it's wonderful and I love it. We are also gonna make a nice little sandwich, cause, Lunchtime, and I have some leftover bread that I made from a couple days ago, so I figured why not use it up and use it for some sandwiches. We're gonna do a roast turkey sandwich with a homemade plum chutney, a little bit of arugula, some red onion. It's gonna be absolutely scrumptious. We're also gonna make some homemade sweet potato chips that are gonna go inside of that sandwich for a nice little crunch you're gonna love it. So let's get started. We're gonna start with the ice cream because that takes the longest. So when I'm cooking in the kitchen, that is what I start with. I start with what takes the longest to cook, and I finish with what takes the shortest amount of time. The base of our ice cream is something called a creme anglaise. So this is what I learned in culinary school. It's a nice fancy French term for basically a custard. And here are the ingredients. We're gonna take five egg yolks. And these are pasture-raised eggs. Obviously, that's what I like to eat. This is the easiest way I find a crack and strain an egg is just right through my fingers. I don't particularly like this back and forth method. I feel like it takes too long. I always go for efficiency in the kitchen. So I have five egg yolks. I'm gonna save the egg whites because I like to have omelets and other delicious things in the morning. To those egg yolks, I'm going to add one quarter cup of sugar. Quarter cup sugar, I'm gonna beat this for three minutes until it becomes a nice, soft yellow. I would like to point out that on the stove, I have this beautiful, hot cream and milk combination. I have a cup and a half of heavy whipping cream and one cup of milk. This has come to a boil, so it's created a really nice film on top. I'm going to turn off the heat at this point. This is going to sit until the rest of my custard base is complete. 5 egg yolks, a quarter cup of sugar, all ready to go. I'm going to grab my heavy cream and milk. I'm going to add only a tiny little splash. There's the nice film that came from our scalding milk. This is called tempering. You want to temper every Time you're using eggs or egg yolks or egg whites in a dish because it prevents them from scrambling so what I did is I added about a cup of hot liquid to the cold mixture to even out the temperature and then we're gonna come over to the stove and we're gonna pour this mixture back into our saucepan Stirring constantly, not letting it go, over a low flame. We are going to stir this for the next five minutes until it becomes nice and thick. Alright you guys, so I've been cooking this for the last five minutes. It's nice and thick. This has a nappe consistency, which means that it coats the back of a spoon perfectly. I am going to let this cool. It's gonna take about, I would say, a half hour or so, and we are gonna start making our ice cream in the ice cream maker. When we say that Mrs. A's is handmade, it is so handmade, and then we have Martha, who we call Magic Martha. She scoops it up and fills hundreds, thousands of containers, and then they get hand capped, hand sealed, hand stamped, and into the into the refrigerator. Alrighty, so we have our ice cream creme anglaise chilling. It's gonna take about 20 to 30 minutes to chill before we can make our official ice cream. Meanwhile, I'm gonna start making a plum chutney. A chutney is a sweet and savory jam. I'm gonna be serving this on a nice piece of homemade fresh bread that I baked a couple days ago. And I'm gonna make a nice turkey sandwich with some thin sliced roast turkey, and red onion and arugula. So I have two cups of sliced red plum. I love these and they're tart already, which is totally perfect. Over here at the stove, I am gonna light this back burner. I'm gonna add these plums in to a dry pan. I'm gonna let these set. I'm gonna add a tiny sprinkling of salt. I'm going to add two tablespoons of red wine vinegar. So we have tangy, we have salty, I am going to add a couple tablespoons of whipped honey. Anytime I can avoid using sugar, I do try to avoid it. I would prefer to use honey over white processed sugar any day of the week. So we have two tablespoons of honey, our plums, a little bit of salt. the last thing I'm going to add are some red chili flakes for a touch of heat. Okay, so all of these ingredients are in our pan. They're going to cook away. Meanwhile, I'm going to start on our sweet potato chips. Okay, sweet potato chips. Sweet potato chips are very easy to make. Any kind of potato chip is very easy to make. There's no reason why you should buy it at the store. Yes, it's a little bit extra work, but it is so well worth it. The satisfaction of making something from scratch, as opposed to buying something store-bought, is incomparable. I, My food philosophy and what I try to do for my clients at Organicopia and the way that I like to cook from home I believe that when you make things with love and you make things from scratch, they always taste better. So I try to put love into all of the things that I make. These sweet potato chips are very, very simple and the biggest and most important tool that you can use while making these chips is a mandolin. I highly suggest investing in one if you like to cook a lot. So I'm gonna peel one sweet potato. And that's perfect. I'm gonna show you guys what a mandolin is. Mandolins are really important when you wanna get things super fine or very thin. However, they're incredibly dangerous and I have chopped my finger off and had to get five stitches because I was using a brand new mandolin and I was not using the proper safety precautions. So please, please, please be careful and know what you're doing. Learn from somebody before you decide to go out and try to figure out how to work one on your own. Since I cut my finger off, I now own a mandolin that has a safety guard. So here's how it works. Alrighty. So here's my mandolin. Right here are two knobs that adjust the thickness of whatever it is that you are going to be cutting. This pulls out very easily, you can clean it, it's very sanitary, it's very safe. So I have this, the blade is right here by the way. I have this set to the perfect uh, thickness that I like for making potato chips. I recommend trying to make these as thin as you possibly can so that they're crunchy and they're not soggy when you decide to start frying them. This is the safety device that I use. It slides up and down. You can't pick it up once you have it set in place. And what I do is I take this sweet potato. I just run it back and forth. Sweet potato chips ready to go. While I'm finishing these up I have some peanut oil that is cooking on my stovetop. It's been raising up to temperature. Peanut oil is what you wanna use when you're deep frying. You can get it to an incredibly high heat. Do not use olive oil, it will not work. Olive oil just doesn't get hot enough and neither does butter. Once you get down to what I like to call the nubbins, where you could possibly chop your finger off and be in a lot of pain, I put on this nice little safety guard to keep my fingers from getting lopped off. Here are sweet potato chips. This is enough for about four people. I think it'll be pretty tasty and I'm going to show you guys how to fry these up. Okay, so we have our peanut oil that's been heating up over a low temp. It's ready to go. As you can see, I have my beautiful Chutney that I'm making which is sweet and savory and a little salty and tangy and wonderful And we have our creme anglaise that is cooling I can stick my finger in there now which tells me that it's cooling down quite rapidly So this is going to be ready to make in just a jiffy But for now, I'm going to show you how to make those sweet potato chips I start by dropping one potato chip in to make sure that my oil is hot because it would be awful you dropped all of them in and you realize that your oil is not ready to go so as you can hear it's sizzling it rises right to the top it's floating around it's gonna take about a minute to two minutes to cook this that tells me we're ready to go so I'm gonna drop a few in at a time Here is another key to making really good potato chips. The second they're done frying, salt them immediately because the salt will not stick to the potato chips once they're cool. I have a slotted spoon. I'm gonna continue to stir these until they get to be a nice golden brown. This is the first potato chip that we put in. As you can see, it's golden brown. It's the way it looks if you were to buy it at the store. I'm setting that inside of a, pa- inside of a bowl with a paper towel. We're gonna go ahead and season that with some salt. These are gonna cook 30 seconds to one minute. We're just gonna continue to stir them in the oil. The reason I keep stirring these is so they don't stick together in the oil. You don't want to crowd the pan because what they'll do is they'll get super soggy instead of getting crunchy. This is truly a labor of love. It's kind of like making fried chicken. Every time I go to the south my aunt makes me fried chicken and you know it takes so long and frying is such a long process, especially when you do it outside of like a professional deep fryer. Cool, these are done. I'm using a a slotted spoon to put these inside of our bowl. With a paper towel. I'm going to turn this oil off for now. Remember to quickly season them with salt because the salt won't stick once they cool. So our sweet potato chips are done. I can see here that our chutney is just about finished. I'm going to turn this off and let it cool while we start working on our ice cream because this is ready to rumble. Oh yeah, this is gonna be really good. I don't know if you guys like ice cream as much as I do, but if you do, I highly recommend investing in an ice cream machine because you can make ice cream very quickly and you can make it all the time. So I have this little paddle attachment that goes inside of the ice cream maker. I'm going to take that out for right now. I'm going to pour in the creme anglaise that we just made, the custard. I've let it cool. If we were to have put the custard in hot, we never would have been able to make ice cream because it just would have melted the base of our ice cream machine. So I'm going to put this back in. And I'm gonna turn it on low and slowly move it up to high. So I'm gonna start it at two and move it all the way up to 10. It's gonna take about five minutes. It's gonna get nice and thick, and it, when it's the consistency that you like, go ahead and stop your machine and pop it in the freezer. Cool. This has been blending for five minutes. You can see that it's nice and thick, but it's not ready yet. I mean, you could eat it right now and it would be absolutely delicious, no doubt. But I'm gonna put this into a Tupperware container and I'm gonna let it chill just for a little bit because I wanna finish making the rest of this meal and I'm having this for dessert. So I'm gonna show you what it looks like right now. See how nice and thick that is? Gosh, I love this. This is like slow churned, homemade, old-fashioned ice cream. Thank God we don't have to hand churn it anymore. We have help. And I'm gonna serve this with some macerated strawberries, and a homemade balsamic reduction that I think will go really nicely over this ice cream. It'll kind of cut the sweetness and the richness of it. Alrighty, I'm going to finish scraping this out. I'm going to put it in the freezer, and I'm going to get ready to start my sandwiches. Here's the last part of my delicious lunch that I can't wait to eat. I have this leftover bread. I made it a couple days ago and I make bread pretty much every day, so I'm always trying to find new and creative ways to not let it go to waste. I'm gonna make a turkey sandwich and I'm gonna slice this. I just baked it in a nice little loaf pan and it turns into perfect sandwich bread, which is really awesome. slice this on up you could toast it if you like but I'm gonna leave mine untoasted for now and I am gonna just spoon on a touch of this really wonderful delicious homemade chutney that I made right now, I don't think I'm going to add any mayonnaise to this sandwich because I have a lot of liquid that's going to be coming off from the chutney. And I don't want the sandwich to be soggy and gross. If you want to add mayonnaise, feel free. I'm going to grab my potato chips over here. Look at how nice those are, you guys, like why wouldn't you make those at home, seriously. it's cute precious little potato chips, if you don't like sweet potatoes feel free to use a russet potato. Awesome blossom, I'm gonna add just a little bit of arugula, arugula is so nice and peppery and it's probably my favorite green. I love arugula for salads, it's wonderful. Touch of arugula. And I just happen to have some nice turkey. So let's layer that on up. Oh, I love this. I promise you, you are going to love this little recipe. It's really simple. Okay. I think I wanna put a scosh of red onion. I'm gonna slice it really thin. I'm always looking for lots of combinations of flavor. I really dislike flat food, so I love the essence of sweet and savory and salty and spicy all in one. I just wanna do some nice, really thin red onion shavings. Maybe I'll put just a touch of the uh, chutney right on top. Cool. that is a good looking sandwich you guys. Okay, so that's finished. And meanwhile, let me just macerate these strawberries really fast. So I have some strawberries here. I got these from the farmer's market on Sunday. I don't really want them to go bad. You know the unfortunate part about buying real food and food that comes from the farmers market is that it tends to wilt and it looks like it's going bad very quickly so rather than just throwing things away i like to find uses for everything that i purchase and this maceration of strawberries is a perfect way to do that i'm slicing these very thin i'm going to put them inside of a bowl i think i might use a couple more Alrighty, so I'm going to just put a touch of sugar right on top. As if that wasn't going to be good enough, because what it's going to do is release all of the juice from the strawberries without me having to do a single thing. I'm going to add pepper. Have you guys ever had pepper with any kind of fruit? You need to try pepper with your strawberries, I swear to you, it is so, so good. So I'm gonna add this pepper. That's it, I'm gonna let it hang out, do its thing. And the last thing that I am gonna do to complete this totally delicious lunch is make my little balsamic reduction for the ice cream. This is a very quick syrupy goodness that I'm gonna show you. Okay, balsamic reduction. I have this cute little saucepan sitting over a heat. Alrighty, you guys, so this is about a quarter cup of balsamic vinegar. And because I've already had this uh, saucepan heating up, it's already turned syrupy. The second it comes to a boil and bubbles like that, it gets really nice. And again, it's the same terminology that we used with the ice cream. It's called nappe, which means it coats the back of a spoon and stays on there like a nice, thick syrup. Alrighty, so let's plate up our meal. Oh yes, this is the best part of this meal. So I have my sandwich that I made, it's got some roast turkey, a beautiful plum chutney, arugula, red onion and a homemade delicious bread. I have some macerated strawberries right here, a homemade balsamic reduction. So now I'm going to show you guys what the final product of this delicious ice cream that we made was because I... I feel like it's the best thing I've ever had in my life, and I really want you to try it and be as excited about it as I am. So here is our ice cream. Nice. I'm gonna put a big old scoop right there. I'm gonna add in my strawberries. Gosh, I love these. I think I wanna add in just a touch more pepper. And, dink, oh yeah, I love my balsamic. I love it so ho, and now I wanna try it. I love it. You guys, thank you for being here. Thanks for hanging out with me on my day off. I love cooking. It's my favorite thing to do. It's my absolute passion. I'm really excited for you to try out these recipes, and I totally want to know what you think. Check out my blog to find all of the details, myorganicopia.com. Feel free to shoot me an email. I will always respond. Thank you so much. Have the best day ever. I'm Molly Bravo. Remember to buy local, eat seasonal, and make great food for the people that you love and yourself. I'll see you soon.